Welcome to Startup Confidential, what industry insiders will never tell you that you need to know if you're building a consumer brand. With your host, best-selling author of Ramping Your Brand, Dr. James Richardson. Let's do this. Welcome to Episode 86, Finance Your Strategy, Not the Other Way Around. I recently had a breakthrough with a client. He is a finance guy by training. He loves P&L forecasting, loves it. He has his finance team do it four times a year. You'd think it was a public company, but it's not. It may never be. We can see problems 30 days in advance, he claimed, which I have no doubt to believe is true. But here's the problem. Your P&L is a lagging indicator of business health. If your objective is exponential growth or even mid-double-digit top-line growth, your P&L is alerting you to top-line problems way, way too late. And that's because this is not how you see top-line problems heading your way. Not on your company balance sheet. Not at all. And it's deceleration and top-line growth that will turn your P&L blood red, especially in phases one through three. And especially if you invest millions in fixed costs to support your growth, costs you can't easily reduce. You can only cut so much before you hit bone, and then you won't have the assets to reignite growth. If your P&L is the lagging indicator of health in your business, your cash register and website sales are the leading indicator. If you want to grow fast, you only strategize for the leading indicator. Your whole organization needs to be dialed into growth objectives suited to your competitive situation and your phase of development. Running a fast-growing business is about following demand, following the market, and letting go of the need for total administrative control. This is a risky business sector for a reason. None of this, though, is an excuse for financial mismanagement. It just means that your financial checks and balances should be the last objector to a top-line tactic. If we pay for that, then we need to cut something else. Not the first objector. Hey, that costs money. I'm urging you to set the strategy and then figure out how to finance the playbook necessary to pursue it in the market. Finance is a critical skill in a low net margin industry like early stage consumer brands, where your initial cost of goods are penalized by your tiny scale. This is why in phase one and phase two, you have to err on spending your personal time to drive results such as in field and event marketing and not on paid ads. Big top line investments should favor things like equipment or staff, like Fungible labor staff. Hey listeners, exponential growth involves more than a killer product, great fundraising, and a great team. You need superb analytics to ride the ramp. Dr. Richardson's latest online course is now available, Effective Consumer Marketing for Early Stage Founders. You can find course pricing and details at premiumgrowthsolutions.com slash courses. And now back to the episode. Despite the terror of your P&L, finance must follow the strategy and not the other way around. This is why fundraising is a common tool among skate ramp brands whose gross margins are below 50%. It takes until the eight figures for most of these businesses' P&Ls to become break-even or at least cash flow stable. Look, it's scary, but this is why you're a challenger brand and not a market-leading incumbent. Isn't it? If it's too scary, then you probably just need a day job. Look, I would love to believe there's a way to find a great competitive strategy for an emerging brand in CPG with completely predefined financial constraints. You know, like setting your marketing budget as some fixed abstract percent of sales. I meet folks like this all the time who think like this. But this is not what you do at all in a fast-growing business. Instead, you need to find a competitive strategy whose playbook favors your team's labor initially. This is really the best way to build financial discipline 
into your plan for growth. Every expense must be then justified strategically with known ways to measure its top-line outcome, whether short-term or long-term. If working capital doesn't permit an ideal playbook to pursue your strategy, then you now have a more rational reason to raise funds or go back to the playbook and replace expenses with your own labor. You never iterate your competitive strategy, though, due to financial problems. You iterate your executional playbook to force items off your expense ledger and make room for the optimal tactics. This is in part why my newest online course on effective consumer marketing for founders preaches spending your time, not money, early on in this crucial business function. Early on, money should be spent on things like distribution, inventory, equipment, and operational staff. All that fungible pool of hours to go do things like marketing. Set your competitive strategy for optimal growth. Then figure out how to finance it. Don't set artificial financial limits on your strategic thinking, or you literally will drive your business into a myopic tar pit of stagnancy. Specialty foods companies do this all the time because they won't do something as simple as lower their ridiculous pricing to unlock demand for everyday use. That's all I've got, folks. And as always, be safe out there. Thanks for listening. Remember, Dr. Richardson has loads of resources for founders at premiumgrowthsolutions.com. And when you're on his site, don't forget to take his founder's quiz and see if you're ready to ride the skate ramp of exponential growth.